Because if you don't have the passion, you're not going to see the breakthrough when that trouble comes, when the wall is there in that situation. You're not going to even push through because and see breakthrough in that situation without passion and, and drive. And I think that, that it, in the church today, we have a responsibility to help people find that passion in their life. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Summit Up, brought to you by the Summit Dover. If religion's given you more questions than answers, you're in the right place. So sit back and open your minds with us. I'm Josh All, and I'm sitting here with Kyle Schweitzer, Skylar Holman, and the man with the answers himself, Pastor Rob Coburn. Wow, what an amazing time. We have a, a positive episode and a sad episode at the same time. This is the last episode that Skylar Holman will actually be in studio. He's escaping back to Florida um, and uh, and going to head down there, but we'll have him on our live stream and do some different fun things when he's down there in his own studio that he's setting up. Um, but, uh, but we're excited that we get to have one last time in the studio. So Skylar, just appreciate you and what you've brought to the podcast and uh, what you've brought to the to the people, and I wanted you to share just a quick minute on the podcast you've got coming uh, on the podcasting network and uh, what you're going to be doing in Florida. Yeah, so it's uh, it's been a real blast actually with uh, hanging out with you guys and doing this. But um, uh, speaking on the podcast that I'm going to be uh, starting up, um, it's going to be called Welcome to the Table, and it's just going to be a sit down show where we're just going to talk out. Um, I'm going to bring on and kind of do like a discussion interview based uh, type of way with uh, young adults. So uh, it's going to be just a bunch of young adults in the church talking to a targeted group of young adults in the church. So we're just going to cover some topics and issues and different things that I really feel like God's been sharing. And uh, we might bring on some uh, people to share their testimony. So I'm excited for it. It's really awesome. I think it's great. Podcast Network gets a uh, show from Florida. Hey, <laughs> and we're going to get a, it's going to give us a great opportunity to really work out any kinks and bugs with virtual call-ins and things like that. Having Skylar come on to sum it up yeah. every week now. Mm-hmm. So that'll be really cool. Well, yeah. about your show, Skylar, what, where the need, cause I know this is going to fulfill a specific need and I'm going to just, before we get into this, I'm going to discuss the, the, you know, young adults and, and discussions. What, what, you know, th- there's a purpose, there's a call in your life to reach, you know, your generation and, and right. your age group. Mm-hmm. So what kind of speak to that real quick and then I don't we can get into it, but I just wanted to kind of gauge that. Um, I just think that the biggest thing about my heart for like this age group and the young adults right now in this moment and in this season is, you know, we see so many young adults out there in the world right now. I don't even know like how low the percentage is, but there's so many that have just fallen away from the church that have either grown up in the church or heard about Jesus there's just such a disconnect from God in this age group. And there's so many people out there in my age that are hurting. I mean, we're in the age of social media and stuff, and there's so much depression and anxiety and stress that is just carried in my generation. So I think that um, the really the heart behind this uh, show and everything is really bringing the truth in a loving way in order to really connect people with Jesus in their own personal, intimate way. So that they're not just hearing somebody else talk about him or they're not just hearing all these good truths and stuff, but that they're going to be able to connect with him personally. 
Yeah. And, and, and kind of the situations that you might have and the people and the stories that are going to be told on this show, uh, are, are going to be relatable oh, yeah. uh, to many. So to be able to say, well, that's exactly what I'm going through right now. And that, and then someone can see that and contact you and, or even just, you may not even contact you. They just might be changed right there on the spot. So that that's awesome, man. So I look forward to that. You're the perfect guy to do it too. I mean, (laughs) you're, you're awesome to talk to. So I, I can just, imagine these you know these young adults just really having a great time what's the passion you can see it it's in your it's in you and you wear it everywhere you go and that's the key and you're not afraid to express it so yeah uh, good luck to you uh uh, and and we look forward to hearing it awesome i appreciate it guys can you give one topic that you're going to cover yes so i'm going to cover uh good amount of topics and stuff, but, um, I'll start with the first one. We're going to be talking about peace. Um, we're going to be talking and explaining what true peace is, what that looks like in the life of our daily walk with Christ and how to exercise that. Right. So So good. So good. So let's dive into this episode of going back. We're going to, I'm just going to read through the kingdom, uh, keys that we talked about going into this episode from the last episode, your perception will determine your position your position will determine your perspective. Your perspective will determine your passion. And this week's topic, we narrowed it down to one we're going to cover this week, and that is your passion or your belief will determine your possession. The lack of passion in the world for anything is a, it's just deafening. It is amazing that people are not passionate. They're just sort of walking through life, experiencing whatever comes their way. And uh, we had a quick discussion before this podcast about just even politics. Um, there, there, there is a lack of passion and belief in core principles and values. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and we need to get back to being passionate about something because there's power in that. And there's a, there's a, there's a definite determination and going after it when you're passionate about something. Yeah, because values and core values aren't fluid. Like they don't, you know, they either are or they aren't. They're either a foundation for your life or they're not. So it's like there's no, well, I'm going to believe this today. And 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 then I'm going to allow myself to to go. Now, now I know there's truth. I know there's, you know, you can have a core belief at, and then, you know, you could be swayed and you could be talked about, but it's like, you, you know, be passionate with that and go forward with it. Yeah. I think as we look at the climate of the world today, the passion that is waning is the passion for truth. Mm-hmm. And so we see uh, the media maneuvering people's passion um, and, uh, and convoluting the whole scenario because we're looking outside of ourselves, outside of God for an answer. And, and I know there's a lot of church people that are even so caught up in watching the news and the media and all that, that it, it's changing their receptivity to what truth really is and what they're passionate about. <laughs> so I think this is where your show is going to help some young people. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. No, I think, um, a little, uh, I just want to talk about the scripture in first Corinthians um, in the beginning in chapter one, you know, Paul opens up and he talks about how the wisdom of men doesn't even like compare to the foolishness of God and the weakness of God is even so much better than the strength of men. And I think that, you know, as you were saying, like we're getting so caught up in like not having passion, but like even when we do get passion, are we finding passion in the right thing? 
Are we looking to the wisdom of men? Are we actually seeking the wisdom of God through that? Are we allowing God to pour into us and give us our passion so that we can be chasing something that's right and something that's not changing and not going to have any faults? I was just going to say, I mean, your, your passion is really what is what drives you because, okay, can you imagine if, if God was calling you to do something that you couldn't find a passion in, how would you ever follow through with it? You know, so pay attention to your passions because that's where he's trying to talk to you. It's where he's trying to tell you, let's go, let's, let's follow this because you're going to get ignited and we're going to, we're going to change the world through this passion in you. So what are we possessing? So we have, you know, your passion, your belief uh, will determine your possession. What, what is possession? The, the promise of God, your destiny, those things that you know you're called to do in life, those are the things that you possess when you're passionate. Those are also the things that you miss out with the lack of passion. And so, uh, you know, we're, we're experiencing the dream here of the podcast and, and all the different things going on. If we lacked passion about this, we wouldn't be in here today. We wouldn't be affecting those people that are going to hear this episode. And in essence, we'd be missing a huge opportunity to possess the land that God has called us to take possession of. And, uh, and that goes back to the scripture that we've been sort of hanging out with numbers 13 and 14, talking about the spies and the land of, you know, the promised land and all that stuff. I think that when you're passionate, um, you can do anything. When you're passionate about something, you can accomplish a lot, whether that be good or bad, um, you can accomplish a ton. And I think that the this season, if you want to call it a season that we're in with uh, with COVID and uh, lockdowns and masks and all the craziness that's going on in the world, it has zapped the passion of people. And so there's not a lot getting done in certain areas. Uh, some people have remained passionate and keep going and chasing their dreams, i.e. you guys doing this and, and the podcasting network and the AGA network that we're working on for video and all the different things. But uh, we're not lacking it. But there are people out there that this can be a problem in this hour, uh, that we are lacking passion. So we're not possessing everything that God has for us. If, you, if you're going to sit tight and allow a, any government or any other entity outside of yourself to give you passion, they won't be able to give it to you. I remember a quote from years ago that an organization or a corporation cannot love someone. It's the people in that organization that can love someone. And so a, a corporation, an organization cannot give you passion. It is the drive inside of you um, that will actually get this accomplishment to where, what you can possess. They can dangle another $100 bonus out there, but it's not going to really ignite passion. There's a difference. There's a motivation that that $100 might give me a motivation to go get, but there's a difference between that and a passion that's driven by your values. Yeah, motivation is different than passion because, yeah, you can be motivated in a lot of different ways, but the passion, you know it when you have it because it it doesn't drain you it it uh sorry, it's a word try to help me out here. It accelerates, it, it accelerates you, yeah. you. It gives you energy. It it keeps filling you. Like that's that's the thing. You you know when what you're doing you're passionate about, and you know when you're, what you're doing when you're not. Yeah. So uh, because you you feel totally now it doesn't mean you're not gonna be tired because it takes a lot of energy to put out passion. But I'm saying it's different kind of tired. Right. You know when at the end of the day you're like, whew, that was a lot. But what's well, a tired where you say, all right, 
do it again tomorrow. Right. right. Exactly. Right. <laughs> I remember working with missionaries all around the world, teaching them how to fundraise and use our technology and all the stuff that the Lord was showing us in that time. And I remember that some of them were in time zones where I'd have to get up at one in the morning or stay up or whatever and do my two hour call till three and then go back to bed or stay up till then and then go to bed and go to work at nine in the morning and do it all again the next day. And I was so passionate about that because I saw what God was doing through them. I saw the love that they had for the people that they were serving. And that gave me passion to help them be equipped to go forward. And, uh, and the Lord was giving supernatural energy and, and all those different things to accomplish that. But I think that the reason why the church hasn't possessed, you know, it says that we would have dominion over the earth. That's what Genesis tells us that we were created to have dominion over the earth. And a lot of people get weird when you talk about the church having dominion in a region or whatever. They don't ever talk about negatively when the enemy has dominion over a region, but when the church steps up to take dominion over a region, somehow people get all flustered. But we are called to have kingdom dominion in our region, in our city, uh, in our country. And, uh, and there's a responsibility, but there has to be a passion involved. And one of the keys to understanding your passion is to understand what truth is and what you believe. Because when you when you get down to a core belief and not a suggestion, goes back to what you're saying. If we can get a generation to actually walk with Jesus and know that they believe it because they've experienced him instead of just this is what grandma and grandpa did and this is what mom and dad did or this is what my friend did, but they actually have an encounter, that will ignite a passion in them to go tell other people. Well, the same can be said for the church that you just said about an organization, right? Yep. The church... The church can't love people, but the people in the church. So that's why when we talk about the church needs to rise up, the church needs to speak out. Well, quit waiting for the church <laughs> to do it. You're the people in the church. Do it. Right. Yeah. That's the organization of the summit isn't going to love our community. Right. It's the people in the summit that will love them. It is the church, the people, but the organization can't do it. Well, and then you, you can't wait for somebody to do it. Like, Right. I mean, you said someone else will take care of it and someone else will, you know, take care of that guy or, or provide a, a meal for that family or will take care of that child who's, you know, has a rough life or mentor them. Someone else will take care of it. You know what I mean? That's the thing. The thing is, if you're noticing those things, if you see those things, those are those are opportunities for you to fill. You know what I mean? And that that's kind of I've been in that personally. I was like, I've, I saw a need and I'm like. I, I can, that can't not be taken care of. Someone will handle it. Someone will take care of it. But I didn't get to, I didn't get to receive the blessing of pouring into that situation and then actually listen to why I was being pulled in that direction in the first place. So I've missed a lot of opportunities because I've waited for someone else to do it. Uh, someone else will take care of it. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, look at, look at the podcast network, network we keep talking about here that we're building. And, you know, now I feel responsibility to this, mm-hmm. to this dream, to this passion, because, you know, obviously this is what we've been called to do. So I feel personally responsible to carry it out. I, you know, I feel accountable to what God has said to do. And I think that's where a lot of people, you know, not, a, not enough do we accept accountability or take responsibility for the things that we need to in life. And I think that goes back to what we've been talking about. There's kind of like that that falling off, you know, you say the, the passions kind of died out. People are just kind of like stepping back. Uh, you know, I don't well, really know what to do right now. 
and possession too, I think you can be defined as ownership mm-hmm. as well. Like you own it. Mm-hmm. You're just like what you're saying. You're like, it isn't something that I'm just doing as a hobby or I'm kind of helping somebody out. Like I said, no, I've owned this. This is, I've taken on this and I'm passionate about it. It's my possession. You know, uh, this my call. So I, I can. I guess I looked at possession as like owning would be a good. Yeah. You, you called me last night to carry twenty sheets of drywall to your attic, <laughs> yeah. and I, I mean, okay, metaphorically, you're right. But I answered your phone call. You did. I agreed to do it. You did. So I came over to do it, <laughs> and I tell you what, after fifteen of those things, I I didn't want to carry the last five, but I had to because I I owned that. I I owned because I. I told you I would do it. I was responsible for it. The job needed done. We got it done. And I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. And, and I think that that goes to another thing lacking in our society is just the, your word, your word means mm-hmm. something. It does. Yeah. Um, and, and so when you're fluctuating on belief systems, when you're fluctuating on, on your passion, when you're fluctuating on your possessions, your word begins to not mean anything anymore. And, uh, and that is, just a horrible thing that we see happening in the world today. You lose influence, you know, you lose credibility, you lose the ability to, to trust. Even so when that happens and then you can't trust. So it, it, it's a two edged sword there. It, it doesn't help any situation because it's like you, you, you've, you're not dependable. You can say that. Mm-hmm. And then since you feel that you immediately project that on, other people and think they're not dependable too. You know what I mean? Like that, it, it can happen to where that, so you know how you self-identify and you can feel like, okay, I failed, but then you kind of try to point it out in other people just so you don't feel as bad. You know, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm the only one that's ever done that, but like, it's just, you taking, you take on anything and that you project it. So that's the thing. Take on ownership, take on, you know, be consistent. And that's how you're going to project on, on to others. Yeah, and not only do you take those in and like see that and then project that on others, but then suddenly we see a lot of people where that gets to, in their mind, that's the normal. And so even when they meet someone new or something, they just automatically assume that's how it's going to be. Yeah. And then we have a lot of problems that stem out of that. Right, and then and then kind of every time you, that happens and you lose, or then it kind of gets like, well, that's that's just Kyle, you know? <laughs> Yes. Uh, you know, you know what I'm saying? That, that's just that, you know, it's just kind of how he is, you know, love the guy, but you can't trust what he says. To throw another you analogy know. out there, you guys made me think of, I mean, you know, we all like sports and then, you know, so you might have a player on a sports team. He could be the fastest guy, the strongest guy. He's got the strongest arm or the best mm-hmm. hands or whatever. You can sh- knock down threes like crazy, but if he's always hurt, mm. he's not going to win you any games. He's not going to help you you know, succeed. So what do they become labeled if they're always hurt injury prone? Mm-hmm. Well, in life, we don't want to be, I, what would that be? Uh, lack of dependability prone. <laughs> I, you know, you don't want to be labeled like you said, Oh, that's just guy. Yeah. He just, you know, says he's yeah. going to do something. Doesn't, you don't want to get that label. When it, it shows, it shows that what it is you're doing, you're just not passionate about. You got to find that connection. Obviously there's something there to where you're not you know, you're just not connected to us, you know, and that's another thing is being about a people pleaser. And it's like, so you can't, you commit to something you're not passionate about and expect to have passion about it later. And I don't know how that's going to happen. Do you know I mean, maybe supernaturally, maybe it's given to you, but you commit to something and you need to do it, or you feel like you have to, or you're obligated. It's a lot different than if you're, you're passionate about what you're moving forward. 
Because if you don't have the passion, you're not going to see the breakthrough when that trouble comes, when the wall is there in that situation. You're not going to even push through because and see breakthrough in that situation without passion and, and drive. And I think that that it, in the church today, we have a responsibility to help people find that passion mm-hmm. in their life and then help them to maybe walk with them through the first breakthrough and then say, here, go, go on your own. And that's what Jesus did with the disciples. They, in the beginning, they were not passionate, right? They were just like, oh, enthralled. They were motivated to go with him. Mm-hmm. Um, and then as they were with him, and I love that they did life together as they were with him, they became passionate about what he was passionate about, which when we're with him in the word and we read the manual, um, the constitution of life, when we, when we actually read that and understand who the father is and understand who Jesus is and, and understand that they want the best for you and that's their heart, then we become to reflect them, uh, reflect the father on the earth and we get passionate, hopefully, about things he was passionate about. You see, after the after the Holy Spirit fell in Acts 2, you see Peter, who was a bumbling, 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 you know, mess up guy through a lot of uh, the, the beginning of the Gospels. He was just the guy who you would expect to mess up. Um, but then he preaches a sermon about the baptism of the Holy Spirit and the encounter with the Holy Spirit, and 3,000 people come to, come to know the Lord. And I think that... He was, he went from being motivated to follow Jesus to being passionate about the words of Jesus and about what he was called to do. So that passion, if we can get that in ourselves and then may it be, uh, transferred to all the, to all the people around us, we'll see a, a revival and an awakening like we've never dreamed of. Be like a wildfire in a good way. Yeah. Spreads. Yeah. Yeah. And if your wood's wet, you got to work on that. Um, because you won't burn too good, but we want dry wood ready to be caught on fire by the passion of others around us for the kingdom and, and loving on people in a unique way. All right. Was there anything else you want to dive into on this? I think we're good. Yeah. All right. Well, I hope that sparks some fire in some people too. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. So Skylar, it was great having you in the studio for these episodes and we're going to miss you, but at least you're, we're still going to have your voice and your face on the video (laughs) screen. So that's good. It's been good. It's and been good. Super excited for your new podcast. Welcome to the table. Welcome, Welcome to the table. table. Nice. Okay. Awesome. You'll really find looking. it on all the different outlets and it's yeah. going to be awesome. <laughs> we'll promote it here on this show, uh, sum it up and uh, look forward to hearing what the Lord is going to be saying through your guests and through you and uh, the impact that it has on the world. Thanks for listening to another episode of Summit Up. You can check us out at thesummitdover.com and you can email us at summitup at thesummitdover.org.